Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. What's reflecting in your leadership mirror? Hello, this is Darren Mitchell, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast as we approach a brand new week. The date of this recording, uh, Monday, the 30th of November, the very last day of the 11th month of year 2020. And for many of us, we're <laughs> so looking forward to the end of 2020 and hopefully uh, using the back end of 2020 as a massive platform to launch into what hopefully will be a extraordinary and exceptional 2021. So I trust you've had a good weekend, trust you've had a restful weekend and looking forward to uh, attacking the week and uh, really getting some good results for you and your sales team. So question for you today is, is when you look in the mirror, what do you, what do you see? So when you're looking at your leadership mirror, what is it that you're actually seeing? Are you seeing a leader who is 100% committed to creating that empowering environment that empowerment, empowering environment where your team can unleash their fullest potential and you feel really good about what you're able to achieve and what the team is able to achieve and what the future holds for the team? Or are you a leader who is focused on maintaining control, who cannot help but be directional and and force almost the team into performing through, hey, maybe it's the maybe it's the stick mentality, not the carrot mentality. So whichever way, whichever way you see it, literally it's going to play out with your team. And this is a this is a question I posted on LinkedIn last night actually in terms of what is reflecting in your leadership mirror. And it's something that a lot of leaders don't actually spend a huge amount of attention focused on, which is a bit of a mistake. Many leaders simply focus on, okay, what is the team doing or not doing? What what results are they achieving? What sort of activities are they putting forth? to deliver the results on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, and they're measuring their team according to that. But very few leaders, and I can say this through experience, and I was one of them earlier on the piece as well, until I learnt how to really understand that the reflection that I'm seeing in the mirror is is me, and it's playing out in my sales team. Uh, not enough leaders are actually looking, having a really, and I'll say this respectfully, not enough leaders are having a really good art look at themselves in the mirror, and we need to, because here's the thing, your team is and always will be a reflection of you. Now, for many leaders, that's quite a confronting thought because um, they don't necessarily like what they see in their team, but that's that's what's playing out time and time again because we need to understand that as leaders, the team and individuals within the team are always going to be asking themselves three key questions, and I've covered this a lot in the, in the numerous episodes that I've recorded on this podcast, and the three questions that are going to be asking of themselves in terms of your team. Now, sometimes they'll ask this consciously because they really are focused on these questions. Most of the time, though, they'll be asking these questions unconsciously. So they may not necessarily be able to frame these these words, but this is what they're looking for. The first question is, do you care about me? As a sales leader, do you care about me as an individual contributor within your team? That's the first question. Do you care about me? The second question is, can you help me? As a sales leader, can you help me get better? Can you help me drive forward? Can you help me get results and therefore uh, add, make a contribution to the team? And the third question, which is probably the biggest question, is can I trust you? As a, as a sales leader, can I trust you? Uh, I'm the individual contributor. Can I trust you? Now, the answer to those three questions will be very, very interesting based on what you believe to be true about you because, again, your team is and always will be a 
reflection of us. So here's the thing. If we as a sales leader begin to or look to cut corners, guess what? The team will do that exactly the same way. Right? If if we are lowering our standards, then guess what? Our team will do that too. So everything we do and everything we think will actually be magnified and played out through our team. Now, for many of us, that's quite a confronting thought because we think that, oh my God, I've got some I've got some rogues within my team, or I've got some people who are quite left of center. Uh, I've got some people in my team that potentially are not listening, or they're not good at asking penetrating questions. They they just they just don't get it. Well, guess what? The harsh reality, and this is difficult for many people to grasp, is this is a reflection of us. So if our team are not asking great questions, then guess what? We're not asking great questions. If our team is not listening, then there are elements of us not listening, or at least setting the example of not listening. So this is uh, this can be quite confronting for a lot of leaders because what's what's really intriguing is I'll often be brought in to work with the sales team and, and the sales leader or the sales director will say, look, I need you to come in and help drive some improvements in our sales teams. They're, they're not asking the right questions. They're not planning effectively. Uh, they're not strategic enough, so they're too tactical. Uh, and <laughs> what's really interesting is often those sales leaders will not sit in the training or not intend to sit in the training, uh, which is is what the problem is. It's the, it's the problem's always the leader, always has been and always will be. And for many, as I said, it's really, really confronting because a lot of sales leaders believe that they've got there through their performance as an individual contributor. And for the most part, that could well be true because often in organizations, they get the gig as a sales leader because they've been a really successful individual contributor. And so the business says, oh, you've been fantastic. You've delivered over and above the expectations for the last three or four years. So I think you're in a, re- in a position now to step up and start teaching uh, a sales team what you've done what you've done to be successful. So go do uh, and teach your team, a new team, what you've done. And for many people, they start to flounder because they're not really sure about how they did it, and so they're they're not clear on what's reflecting back in their leadership mirror. So one of the first things I do with with teams is before I do any work with the team, I've got to spend time with the leader because I need to understand how the leader thinks, what uh, what makes the leader tick. What are they thinking? What are their standards? A whole host of things to to figure out what is actually happening with this team because chances are, in more cases than not, it will be the leader that is not actually setting the pace or setting the right example because it's it's playing out in the team and therefore the results the team's getting. And I've had a number of sales leaders over the last, or say certainly the last three or four years, that have almost dismissed their sales team's performance as being a reflection of them as a sales leader at all. And they've kind of not taken responsibility for that. And what I have known uh, through working with a lot of sales teams over a lot of years is for as long as a sales sales leader deflects responsibility or refuses to take responsibility for where their sales team is at, uh, the longer it's going to take for that sales team to turn their performance around and the longer it's going to take that sales leader to be truly trusted and respected by their sales team because, hey, it's just a law. It, it just as simple as I don't, I can't explain it. Um, I didn't invent it, but it's just it just seems to be a fact of life that the sales team always will be and always is a reflection of the leader. So let's get really dialed in on what we need to be doing as a leader and what sort of reflection we want to start creating. And hey, that's not to say you want to pretty yourself up and put a new suit on. It's not It's not to do that at all, but it's a metaphor. Thinking about, okay, what, what are some things we need to be consciously thinking about as a sales leader? What's important to us as a sales leader? So we can start driving some standards, driving some behaviors 
that we know if we do this over time will lead to some consistent results, some exceptional results that over time will also become sustainable results. So what are some things and, and what are some things we need to be thinking about and doing and putting in place so that we can give ourselves every opportunity of really liking what the reflection is that we're seeing in that leadership mirror. Well, it's so important. There's a number of different areas to cover, and I just want to highlight a few. Um, there's probably five key areas I just want to touch on today as a part of uh, as a part of this particular episode. And the first one is, as a leader, I can't emphasize this enough, that we need to be 100% crystal clear on what our leadership vision is. Now, if, you, if you've done any um, research in leadership, if you're an avid reader of of leadership books, which I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast are certainly leaders uh, and readers uh, and learners, then you would have heard of Simon Sinek talking about the importance of why. So why is it that you do what you do? Being really crystal clear on the why you're doing this and what your vision is for your leadership capacity, your leadership role, and therefore for your team, is actually giving you a really good start in terms of setting the foundation for exceptional performance, not only for yourself, but also for your team. So what is your vision? What are you trying to create? What is your why? Why do you exist and why are you doing what you're doing? Because if you're crystal clear, it's going to be a lot easier for your team to also work out why they are doing what they're doing. So have a conversation with them. Um, sit down and have a conversation with yourself and really ask yourself the question, I mean, why, why am I a sales leader? Why did I choose to be a sales leader? And look, it may well be that you've been given the opportunity and never contemplated becoming a sales leader. But now that you are in the position, start thinking about, okay, what do you stand for? What's important to you? What are some of the the key things that you believe are going to drive your leadership, drive your development, and therefore give you the opportunity of helping your team do exactly the same thing? Because as was written in in Proverbs, uh, where where there is no vision, the people will perish. So we need to create a vision, a vision for ourselves, and therefore a vision for our team. So that's the first one. Second one is on the back of our vision, we need to be really specific on what the leadership standards are that we want to set for ourselves, and be consistent with upholding those standards. Too many sales leaders are like a cork in the ocean. They just keep going all over the place. And when the wind blows, the cork moves with the tide. Um, very few leaders who can hold down sustainable results and what I call exceptional results, very few of them are able to do this well. And this is what separates the sales leaders who are exceptional from their competition. The exceptional sales leaders will know exactly what the standards are that they want to set for themselves and they are relentlessly committed to adhering to those standards every single moment of every single day. So they drive that consistency. They have really high expectations of themselves. They have some very specific leadership standards that they operate from and those principles, and they know that that uh, underpins their effectiveness as a leader. Now, when they do that, when they set that standard, when they hold themselves to that standard, then all of a sudden, the standard miraculously of the team lifts as well because they do set the example often by the things they do and the way they go about doing the things they do, not necessarily through the words they speak. So that's the second one, being very specific on the leadership standards that you set for yourself and also be consistent with adhering to those. The third one is being really, really clear on what are the values that you live by? What's important to you? Now, this is really critical because it it plugs into the vision, but also is aligned with the standards we set up for ourselves as well. So what's important to you as a leader? So if you could come up with three or four, maybe top five leadership values that are yours, that you create, that you hold yourself to on a regular basis, that will be linked to the standards of behavior that you demonstrate on a regular basis. But you've got to know what you stand for because when people ask you the question, so why are you a leader? And if you can't come up with an answer that includes four or five key values 
then you probably got to ask yourself, you know, why is it that I'm a leader? So the exceptional sales leaders will know exactly why they are a leader in the first place. And they can, when they're asked that question just off the top of their head, they can articulate very, very clearly what their top five values are. Now, the other thing about this is not only can they articulate it, but when you look at them, when you observe them, when you watch them go about their business, you can see a lot of these values playing out through the behaviors that they demonstrate and how they interact not just with their team, but everybody they come in contact with. And this is what drives uh, significant levels of trust and helps the team answer one of those key questions around, can I trust you? So having really clearly identified values is absolutely uh, critical. Now, the fourth one is uh, have a really consistent and positive attitude. Now, we can't, I can't underestimate the power of, of, of a positive attitude. It's, uh, it's hey, as, as the great man Zig Ziglar used to say, it is your attitude and not necessarily your aptitude that will ultimately determine your altitude. So how far we go, how high we go, often will be determined by the attitude that we maintain. Now, attitude is a, is a consistent thing. Now, we have the power to choose our attitude. And some people, they choose to uh, wallow in misery. They uh, sometimes choose to wallow in self-pity. They also sometimes seek to blame others for the circumstances they find themselves in. Exceptional sales leaders will never, ever do that. They will always, always maintain a consistent and positive attitude. Now, this is not this is not some fancy-fancy uh, positive psychology, uh, power of positive thinking type stuff. This is just a grounded, positive, optimistic attitude that will see the good in anything, any situation. And when the, the proverbial does hit the fan, instead of actually uh, poo-pooing it or running away from it, they'll look at it for what it is. But they'll also start looking for, okay, what is the seed of an opportunity here? What is What is this teaching us? What can we take from this? That can be a springboard for a comeback or for us to get better. So a positive and consistent attitude is a, is a phenomenal thing to have as an exceptional sales leader, which will help us improve the reflection in that leadership mirror. And the last one I wanted to cover off today is the exceptional sales leaders will also focus on how they can consistently serve other people. And, and this starts with serving the team. What can we do to serve the team? How can we help them? Um, it's a massive question and one which is often overlooked. So always looking for opportunities where you can serve your team. And it's asking for things like, well, how can I help you? Uh, it's simple questions like asking, how are you? Are you okay? Because great leaders understand that their fundamental role is to serve their people. And their success is off, is always, not often, is always built on the success of their people. So it's their legacy that it's built on the ability on their ability to uncover, grow, empower other leaders and other people within the team to then deliver the results that ultimately become sustainable. So there are five key things to think about as we reflect on our uh, reflection in the leadership mirror for this week. So here's a question for you to contemplate. When you look at the mirror, all right, what's reflecting in your leadership mirror? Now, if you like what you see, then what can you do this week to leverage that and unleash even more potential, not only for yourself, but also your team? Now, if you don't like what you see, then commit to implementing one new strategy that's going to drive some incremental improvement in yourself, but also it'll be reflected in your team. And consider the five key things we talked about in this in this episode today as well to help you if you don't necessarily like what you see right now. And if you'd like some help with this, and if you'd like some help to take your leadership to the exceptional sales leadership level, that's going to help you not only drive more sales results, better sales results, create more meaning, and ultimately create more income and more money in your pocket, then hey, let's jump on a call and have a conversation about how I might be able to help you. Go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time and I'll give you a call either via phone or via Zoom, depending if you're in Australia or not. And I really look forward to having that conversation. I've been enjoying having some phenomenal conversations with some really high quality sales leaders and got the privilege now to work with a number of 
uh, sales leaders who are certainly moving towards being exceptional and driving some sensational results, not just for themselves, but for their team as well. So let's jump on a call and see how I can help you do exactly the same things. Also, a very quick reminder, if you can take a couple of minutes to rate the show and don't forget to subscribe to the show, that will enable other high quality people just like yourself to find the show when a new episode is up and running. So thanks again for plugging in to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I really appreciate you and I hope uh, that I'm t- continuing to deliver value for you and also for your sales team. Let's get after it this week and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.